You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1317. Now, everybody's a little bit different. If I have a good timeline and good motivation, I don't care about price. Can I be asking for $100,000 over you know, what ARV is? I'm still going to go on that appointment if I have some distress and a short timeline. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Jeterin, what do you want to work on? We can do a cold call. Cold call? Uh, soft, medium, or hard? <laughs> I guess hard, right? Yeah, yeah, you damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 okay, cool. Let's go. All right. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm looking for Ryan. Uh, yeah, this is him. Hi, Ryan. This is Jatarin. I know this call is out of the blue, but I was just calling about a property I believe you own on Main Street. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Just wanted to see if you consider an offer on your property there. Well, uh, I guess it depends on what the offer is. Okay. Well, just to let you know, we purchase properties cash. We pay all closing costs. There's no real estate commissions involved. I'm not a realtor or anything. And we buy the properties completely as is. So you don't even have to fix it up or anything, put another cent into it. Kind of for an offer like that, how much would you take? So you're telling me that you purchase cash, but you're not a realtor. So I mean, how does I don't understand how that works? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm looking for properties to do some work to. So typically, our house, like the houses, they need like a little work or you know some type of remodeling, a little love. Okay. Um, our property does it need any type of work or what's the condition like? Well, I I haven't been in in probably a month or so. I have some renters in there, but they're moving out in the next three months. It probably needs a little work, but it's livable. I mean, I've had tenants in there for a couple of years now, so it's it's good. Nice. Okay. Good. So you've had good experience with your tenants. Uh, yeah. Yep. They're just they're just moving on. Oh, okay. Moving on. What do you mean moving on? They're moving out. Okay. So, so I neither either need to re-rent it or or sell it. So I'm I'm on the fence between which one I'm going to do. So I mean, if you have an offer for me, I can certainly uh, take that in consideration. Okay, definitely, definitely. Okay, well, let me ask you, have you done any like major remodels to the I know you just mentioned you haven't been in there in about a month, but any major remodels to like the kitchen or bathrooms in the last five years? The last five years, no. I remodeled about ten years ago. In the last couple of years, I fixed some cabinets. I did some stuff in the bathrooms as far as the vanity. Um, it, I mean, it's in good shape. you can you can take a look at it whenever you whenever you want. Okay, I'm I'm actually looking at it right here as we're as we're talking, and it looks like it looks like a nice neighborhood, Ryan. Just out of curiosity, if you were to sell, why would you sell? I, you know, because I, I just I'm tired of being a landlord, and I mean, it, it's crossed my mind as far as fixing it up and 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 doing it that way and putting it on the market. So I mean, I've heard about you know people like you who who pay cash, and I don't got to do stuff to the house, so. It's really going to come down to what your offer is and 
what time I say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I love that because honestly, say for instance, you know, we agree on price and all of the ducks are in a row. We actually go based on your timeline. So it's whenever you're ready. I know you said you, you're like trying to decide whether or not you're going to keep it or if you want to sell. But if you do want to sell, I mean, what would be your timeline to sell? I mean, if the price makes sense, I'm ready to start things right now. Awesome. Okay. And just to let you know, we do purchase <laughs> properties with tenants in place. So that wouldn't be a problem. Okay. I know you so, said been out into three months, right? Yeah. So then, I mean, what were you thinking as far as an offer then? Uh, well, honestly, I'm still trying to determine. I haven't really looked in the area just yet. I'm still trying to figure out what we could offer. Um, If I can ask you, I'm just going to ask you a few more things about the condition just so I can make sure I'm not leaving, you know, any money on the table. I'm trying to squeeze out every, every piece I can. So tell me, has the roof been remodeled or redone in the last five years? It was done 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like there hasn't really been anything done to the property in the last 10 years, right? I mean, nothing major, but the roof, I mean, it's a tile roof that lasts at least 25. Okay. Okay, good. So it's still, it's still pretty good then. Okay. All right. Well, I am looking in the area and honestly, do you know what other properties are selling for in your area? Like all fixed up HDTV value? No. No, you don't. Okay. I mean, you called me, right? So you must have an idea of what houses are going for in the area. You know what? I you know what? We haven't purchased houses in this area. So, but, but you know what? The you've owned it for quite a long time. And typically, you know, I've worked with sellers and they usually know what the properties are selling for in the area, but that's okay. So what I'm doing now is I'm just looking in the area just to see what other houses are going for. Do you have like maybe a ballpark of what you might take for the property? I mean, I do. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm not, sorry, Jaterin, I'm not going to share that with you. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? What's your best guess? Just so I can see if I'm too far off or, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I'm not, I'm not in the guessing game, Jaterin. I mean, if you have an offer that you want to make on the house based off of what I told you, then, hey, absolutely. Give me an idea and then I can bounce that off my wife and figure out if it's something we want to do. Okay. All right. Got it. You know what? And I'm not saying that this is my offer, but at least I'm just looking in the area and it looks like properties like similar condition to yours are going for uh, between a hundred thousand and a hundred and twenty thousand as is. Does that sound like a price range you might want to be in? No idea, Jeterin. Is that your best offer? No, I'm just basing what I see that's you know, how's this going for in the area right now. Does that sound close? I know you said you had a, you do have a ballpark in your head. Does that sound close to your ballpark? <laughs> I told you, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to, I kind of, I know how this goes. So either you give me your best offer and then I kind of uh, figure it out if I'm going to take it or, or uh, we can kind of just, you know, go our separate ways. Well, you know, Ryan, you, let's work together here. Okay. <laughs> now, what I, what I want to say is typically, okay, so the next step would be for me to, come out to the property. But what I don't want to do is waste your time. I don't want to waste my time if we're not even in the ballpark. So, I mean, is with that number, would you be willing to do anything with that price range? It's a little low, Jeterin. Okay. It's a little low. 
So, I mean, is that the highest you can go? You know what, Ryan? I would have to see the property in person just based on what you told me you've done in the past. So I'm, I don't want to tell you no over the phone, but um, since that price range is a little low for what you're expecting, what would make more sense to you? Higher. Higher. <laughs> okay, Ryan, how much higher? Right, listen, you are more than welcome to come take a look at the place and just give me your best offer. And if your best offer is good, then I will take it. If it's not, then I appreciate your time. Okay. But I do want to confirm that the between the 100000 and 120000 that's not okay. That wouldn't work for you. Hire Jeteran. Okay. Now, really quick, Ryan, do you owe anything on the property? I do. Okay. And how much do you owe? That's personal. Okay. You know, Ryan, let me ask. How long have you been wanting to sell the property? Uh, for a couple months now. Okay, so it's a fairly new decision. Well, new, but not too far out. Okay, okay. But you haven't really quite decided yes. Like, if I were to give you the price now that you're looking for, you're not like running like, yes, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to sell today, right? No, absolutely. I said, if the, if the price makes sense, you know, I'll, I'll bounce it off my wife. And uh, and we can decide. Okay. Well, let me let you know, I am serious about purchasing the property. But what I do need to confirm is at least a range before, you know, coming out. So that way it makes sense. Again, I don't want to come out and if the <clears> price <throat> is too low for you now, at least being able to have an idea of where you stand will be able to help me, you know, kind of move forward in the process. Again, I want us to work together here to get it done. And I understand that. But here's the thing. You won't be wasting my time. I have no problem meeting you at the property. But if 120 is, if you think that's about the highest you can go based off the information you know, then that's as high as you can go. And you decide whether or not you want to come out. Okay. All right. So what I can do is I'll go ahead and schedule a time for me to come out and see the house. What day works for you this week? Do you have any availability this week? Yeah, let me know. Okay, how about tomorrow morning at, do you have, have either 10 o'clock available a.m. or 11? Well, I have to make sure I clear with my tenants. So uh, we can do tomorrow, but I, I got I to gotta give them a call and, and figure out a time that works for them. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So when will you be able to give your tenants a call? Uh, I can call them after we get off the phone. Okay, perfect. So you can, you'll be able to give me a call back within like maybe 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'll just shoot you a text. Okay, that's fine. Yep. Let me know if 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock tomorrow morning works. And then we will go from there. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, your chair. Okay, thank you. Bye. What do we think? Good job. You did great. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yes, you, wow. you kept a smile. Yeah, I like you. I think you have yeah. a good tone. I like, I like your tone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think uh, you put too much pressure on yourself when it came to like the price. I think Ryan always say blame somebody else. So I think at that point you were like kind of putting too much pressure on yourself to defend your offer or something like that. I mm -hmm. think because when I, I I don't know I wonder if it's just because I'm role playing because I don't even I've never even done that. I don't think when I'm talking to a seller like if they say that I'm just like okay well I kind of just end it. I don't know why I wanted to keep going. <laughs> well, no, you gotta have a little bit of feedback. You gotta keep going. Wait till they hang up on you. 
I like to keep going, but what I'd like to see, what I'd like to hear is that you, you ask, they say no, move on to something else and come back. Okay. Because you asked and then it stayed on price for literally the rest of the conversation. Right. And so I'm already in my head, like, all right, I've already said no. I can keep saying no. I can keep saying no. I can keep saying no. It's easier now, but they say no. And then you move on to something else like, hey, how long have you been looking to sell? Hey, you know, um, uh, tell me about your tenants. Is it going to be a problem? You know, whatever. And then you can come back. And as far as the mortgage, I love that you asked about the mortgage, but ask it in a form of an assumption, not if. Like, hey, what's left on your mortgage? Yeah. You know, hey, what, what's left on the payments for the house? As opposed to, are there payments left on the house? What's your mortgage? Or uh, uh, do you still have a mortgage? So just an assumption, just like when you're asking like what other offers they've had, which is another question that I'd like you to start asking. Yeah. Hey, so you've been looking for a couple months, you know, what other offers have you gotten on the property? You know, but the biggest takeaway here is uh, you ask about price, like, hey, you know, you know, what, what are you looking for as far as an offer? Hey, Jeteran, I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, interesting. Why, why is that? Right. I do that every time. Well, oh, oh, you, you don't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Why is that? I play stupid. And then, they, you know, well, you know, I, I told, I've been told not to, not to show my card. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, that, I mean, I guess that's fine. All right. And then I'll move on to something else. I'm going to be talking, I'm going to be talking, but okay. All right. So you have these tenants in here. You don't want to be a landlord anymore. Hey, you know, what's left on your mortgage? Just a nonchalant flow right back into price. Yeah. Right. And then there's other ways like, hey, you're talking, you're talking. It's not about money. It's not about, hey, you know, once this is all said and done, what are you going to do with all this money you get from the sale of the house? Mm-hmm. You know, so all of these things. And then you did ask, what are what are homes selling for in the area? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'll, I'll say, it's like, listen, everybody's Googled their house. I Googled my house today. You know, so what does Zillow say? What does Redfin say? What does the internet say about the value of your house? Mm-hmm. Right. Man, look, look it up right now. Are you in front of a cube? Look, put me on speaker. Look it up on your phone. What does it say? Right. Yeah. So we, we want something. We want something. And when they start pushing back, you don't need to keep saying, oh, well, what do you want? Well, I need an idea. Oh, just move on. Come back. Move on. Come back. At least three times that I'm asking for price in a different way if they're not wanting to give it to me. Wow. You know what I mean? But don't give up. I don't know who said it as far as you got to keep asking. I think it was John say, keep asking until they hang up. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you want to be persistent as that, but in a very tactful way where they're just not sitting here like this, just waiting for you to ask them another question they're going to say no to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, you got to ask. You got to try to figure it out because you're right. You know, you, know, you don't want to waste your time. Now, everybody's a little bit different. If I have a good timeline and good motivation, I don't care about price. Can be asking for a hundred thousand dollars over you know what ARV is. I'm still going to go on that appointment if I have some distress and a short timeline. You know what I mean? Because honestly, I, I'd say eight out of ten, I'm going to go there and it's not going to be at that price that I initially asked for. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to rely on those that motivation and that timeline for my ability to negotiate with them down. So getting stuck on the number, I mean, I know we want to know, I know we want to know, but sometimes we need to focus more on the other pillars because that's going to tell you more about what you're going to be able to do as far as that money goes down the road. Yeah. Well, I liked it. Yeah. I have a little bit of feedback. Go, Brandon. 
two things. Uh, I, well, I thought you did a great job and I agree. Whoever said it earlier, you got a great tonality. Your energy is there and you seem helpful. Like you're trying to figure out a solution for both of you guys. And I think when Ryan tripped you up a little bit when it came to price, I noticed that your language switched a little bit. You started saying I and me a lot more. And I know that, that you were trying to be cognizant. You're, you're trying to say like, this is a good use of your time as well as my own. But I think maybe if you try and switch it a little more and try and keep saying for you, for you know us, we, I think it can make a difference. For example, when he, when you're trying to set the appointment or you're talking about the range, just say like, hey, Ryan, like, look, the best way we can get you an offer in your hands that's reliable that you can take to the bank is, you know, if our, if let's say we come out to the property and it's even better than you described, do you think that maybe a range of 120 to 180, would that work for you? A lot of we's and you's and offer that you can depend on, you know, um, you know, is there flexibility on your range? I think maybe that would change things up a little bit. I like it. Maybe spark in the price out. And then maybe I would like to dig a little more in the motivation. When he said, like, uh, I'm tired of being a landlord, maybe just say, like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, to me, it sounds like collecting a check every month sounds pretty nice. Then maybe he would have elaborated a little bit more as to why he doesn't like his tenants or whatever. Yeah, I like it. Nice, Brandon. Thank you. Dolev asks, how would you handle the same situation if you were virtual and couldn't go see the property? So... Depending on the on the price, if the price is good as far as just our numbers and what they're what they've said needs to be done, I don't need to see it. I'll tell them like, hey, eventually we're going to need to do inspection period and go that route. But sometimes, depending on the timeline of things, like maybe they're not ready even at a good price, I'm like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you take some pictures, just some quick pictures of each room, the AC, the roof, whatever? And just text them to me. That's going to give me leaps and bounds of information as far as getting you an accurate an accurate offer. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, even on that note, Dolan, I won't really talk numbers until I know they're ready to go. And I know a lot of you do, and that's fine because you're trying to get a gauge of whether or not it's worth your time. But I don't talk numbers mainly because I do focus on motivation and timeline a lot more. If they're not ready and they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you my number, you know, I whatever, whatever, just give me an offer. I will either give a large range or I'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to just throw numbers at you. Let's set up a time for me to come out, take a look at the property so I can get you something at you. You know, and so in this case, Dole, if it's like, hey, I don't want to throw numbers at you. You know, I know you're not quite ready, but let's do this. Send me a few pictures. Let me get an idea. Let me get my contractors on it and get some good eyes and get you an accurate number. So, and, and that's all, it's all going to be based off the timeline and, and their number. Like if their number is too high and I can't go see the property because it's virtual, I'll still maybe ask for numbers or I'll ask for pictures. But if the timeline is super, is short and they're like, listen, as soon as I get this number, I'm signing. It's more so, I mean, how comfortable you are, how close you might be able to get as far as your highest offer. There've been plenty of times where we will not get an offer. We won't get a number. We don't know what they want. And they just go, send me your best. And I'll have Jeremy just write up an agreement with the highest number that we could feel comfortable with and see what happens. And that's a 50-50 kind of thing. Thank you for the feedback. Yeah, man. So, so she, she wasn't able to get your number, but she was able to get the appointment. Would you suggest for her to have asked her or asked you if you were ready to put the property uh, or pen to paper? She did. If, she kind of oh, asked did? that. Yeah. Oh, she kind of asked that. 
Yeah, she said if a uh, like I don't know, I don't know how you asked it to Taryn, but basically I was like, yeah, I mean if the number's right, uh, I'll bounce it off my my wife and we'll sign. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so funny. I mean, even that, I mean, you might, I mean, you go on the appointment and you talk numbers and you, maybe it works. I don't want him going home. I want him calling his wife right then and there if she's not there. You know what I mean? Because that time, 30 minutes. Rodolfo lost a deal in 30 minutes. Imagine what can happen when he goes home, you know, and 24 hours pass. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. That was my, yeah, that was my comment. If, if it would have been a good idea to make the appointment at a time when either the wife could be there or in virtual situation where, like I am, you know, Zoom with both of them where she could ask her questions because as soon as one has to discuss it with someone else, you know, there's questions and back and forth. Yep. For sure. It's a little tough when you're going to a, a rental, right? It's typically not. Yeah. yeah. They're going to go. Uh, but yeah. I'm with you. Well, I really don't want to discuss numbers unless all the decision makers are involved. And maybe the only person on title is a person who, you know, is going on the appointment with you. Uh, but at the same time, you always have somebody in your ear, and I want those people involved at the at the same time. You know, yeah. My other so, yeah. comment, yeah. My other comment is, I loved this scenario, and I and I thought she did a wonderful job. But I run into this all the time with tired landlords; they're all horse traders. Yeah. You know, as you as you had said about why don't when you ask the question, you know, you don't want to give a number. Why? Well. You know, everyone knows you don't give the number. He who speaks first. And that's mm -hmm. what I get all the time. Well, you know, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I, actually had a, I actually had a gentleman tell me that this morning. Well, you know, I'm not supposed to give you the number first. Yeah. I said, I, and I said to him, I said, oh, are there rules to this game? <laughs> yeah. What other things should I know about this discussion? Yeah. No, I love he that laughed. because. Some people who are not, they just heard it, you know, from somewhere or watched it. I say, oh, I, oh, really? I, I had no idea because I want them to feel silly. You know what I mean? I want them to go, oh, wait, is this just something like, oh, maybe it's not a big deal. And then I'll move away from it. And then when I start talking numbers again, that silliness that I'm hoping they feel, go, you know, it plays a part in then how they talk to me about numbers going forward. So that's why I'll, I'll play stupid. Be like, oh, you're not. Okay. I'm shoot. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Okay, no big deal. And then I'll move on and come back. Yeah, thanks, DJ. Uh, Demola. Yeah, I wanted to uh, role play uh, off of presentation. Yeah, cool. Let's do it. Do you have some numbers you want to work with? No, no. Let's say uh, I need to be at seventy, and you're like like eighty. Yeah, uh, you need to be at seventy, and I'm at eighty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just a normal off of presentation. You already spoke. You know, I have the motivation. The Inherited property or whatever. Inher inherited? No, just do you. I, but uh, okay. I, I have the price and we're ready to go. Okay, let's do it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, uh, Ryan. This is uh, Damola. We spoke a while back, two days ago, about this property on uh, Banana Street. Uh, no, yeah, this is fine. Oh, yeah, good, good, good deal. Yeah, uh, last time we spoke, you said uh, you're about to go to an appointment with a doctor. I hope uh, everything's going all right with you. Oh, it was fine. It was just a toothache. Oh, okay. Uh, are you sure? Am I sure it was just a toothache? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I, I try to be, uh, I try to make sure because I've run into cases where 
you know, sellers have some health issues and they need somebody else to be in charge of, of the discussion. So I need to make sure you're doing all right. Do I sound like an old man? Uh, no, you don't. You sound like you're in your early 30s. Oh, thank you. No, no, everything's all good, man. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to give you a call, kind of, you know, get you caught up to speed as to where we're at in terms of uh, buying the property. So you told me that uh, if there was an offer that made sense to you, you were ready to kind of put pen to paper as far as an agreement? Uh, yeah, sure. What do you got? Yeah, I was uh, speaking to my finance guy and uh, we wanted to make sure that... Uh, well, what was your timeline? Did you say you wanted to close and then have 30 days to move or you want to put an agreement in place? And then you'll be out of the property in 30 days when we close. No, no, I, I can put an agreement in place now if, if the numbers make sense and then we can close in 30 days. Got it. And would you be out of the property by then or you may need to if, put a post possession in place? A post possession? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Oh, OK. Where I where I stay in the property after I get the money? Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. So I was asking that. Do you think you will be out of the property by the time we close in 30 days. Yeah. Or do you need yeah, no, I can, no, I can be, I can be out of the property. Okay. Good, good, good. And yeah, remind me again, you said the, the roof was 15 years old. Uh, yeah, roughly. Got it. And then the, the HVAC, that's the AC and the furnace need to be completely, uh, put the new ones in there. Correct. Probably needs to be updated. It works just fine though. Got it. All right. So I was talking to my finance guy just about the numbers. I know you said you were about a hundred thousand dollars, and I wanted to confirm a few more things real quick. You said you inherited this property, correct? Right. And you know you're trying to avoid, you know, to stop paying taxes and you know liens about trash and stuff like that. Right. Oh, okay. I uh I spoke to my finance guy. Like I said, he's responsible to you know see what kind of risk we take on. You know, my job is just to present you these offers, right? So if I come up with a number and maybe you don't like it, you know, you, you know, just hate the message. Do not shoot the messenger, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm just you, you know doing. You know, if you don't like it, something we can talk about. Don't get off the phone. Let's just talk about it. So um. So for us to come in and buy the property as is, you know, kind of take over all these problems with the city and, you know, kind of get this property off your hands and you can, you know, move on to greater and better things. My finance guy says, you know, we need to be somewhere closer to like 65, 700 to make this work. You, your, your finance guy says that you need to be at 65. Yeah, sixty-five, seven hundred. Okay, that's uh, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's not the best offer I've gotten. Yeah, and you know, Ryan, I, I completely understand. You know, and maybe I didn't ask the the first time we we, we really spoke. You know, can you kind of catch me up to speed? How you came up with that uh, hundred thousand dollar price? You know, just houses selling in the area. I know it's only going to take like ten, fifteen grand to get everything where it needs to be here. For the roof and the AC, not a whole lot needs to get done inside. So 100, 100K made sense. Got you. Did you get a quote 
from a contractor or do you have experience working on houses? Uh, no, just uh, an idea to Google what how roofs would cost with my square footage and the price of an AC. Oh, oh, got it, got it. Oh, I, I understand, I understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And those are the things that really makes that that hundred thousand dollar price special for you. Just that I think that's what's fair. No, that you think that's what's fair. Okay. So you said the roof was fifteen years old. Um, you know, the HVAC needs to be replaced. Uh, are there any foundation issues or, or you know, mechanical or the mechanical like plumbing or electrical issues with the property? No. Got it. And you haven't done any renovation to the uh, kitchen and bath in 15 years. Like, is that correct? Right. So if I was to, you know, kind of say, Ryan, let's jump in the car and and to Home Depot, you know, and kind of see what all of this would cost if we we were to fix it up. What what do you think it would cost? Well, 15K for the roof and the AC. I don't think a whole lot needs to be done inside. It's very livable. Got it. Yeah, but we uh, we are missing uh, the kitchen and bathroom. Right, and they function just fine. But they've not been renovated in the last five years, right? Uh, no, no. But I mean, I see houses that have sold that you know sold for around that that weren't renovated inside. Oh, okay, okay. I understand. I understand. All right. And these properties that sold, you said they were in your neighborhood on the market. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Ryan, I know, you know, maybe you're the decision maker on this one. Is there anybody else we need to talk to or you need to, you know, kind of put, get them on the same page as far as uh, selling this property? Nope, I'm the only one. So you mean nobody's taking any out of that money when you get it? No. Uh, okay. Well, what are you going to do with this, all of this money anyway? It's $100,000. Uh, I'll invest it, I guess. I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't thought about it. Oh, you invested. All right. Well, you sound like a smart guy. So, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll take your words for it. Yeah. Let me, uh, if I could put you on a quick hold, let me get to my finance guy real quick and see, you know, what if we can, you know, kind of come up to that price. I mean, Ryan, you know, our price was like 65, 700, you know, um, considering the condition, you know, the amount of repairs we need to do. How close can you can you be to that price? Uh, I don't I don't know. Not that close. Not that close. Yeah, not uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. You said uh, not that close, uh, and I yeah. was. Gonna, you have an well, idea. Demola, I mean, it, it, it's sixty-five, seven hundred is the best you can do. I, you know, I just yeah, that's just that's going to be too low. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I just I I can't accept that. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Uh, Honestly, Ryan, you know, we, we can never tell any anybody, you know, what, what to sell their property for. We can only say, you know, where, where it makes sense for us. You know, sure. as, far, as far as the cash offer, we can, you know, uh, like I said earlier when we first spoke, we can close in, you know, in your timeline or, you know, within two to four weeks, right? And, you know, kind of taking on this this kind of property that needs a lot of work and with the condition of the market, you know, maybe we're not the right buyer for you, right? So let me let me go back real quick and see if there's anything more that we can do. If if I go back and, you know, my guy says that anything uh, above 70, I need to go keep rocks, what would you say? I'd say that it's still, it's still too low. Oh, okay. 
All right. Uh, let me go back, you know, kind of see if we can change anything and then I'll give you a call. Back. Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. You too. I was not easy on you. <laughs> what do we think? So I think what I want the first thing you do when you're following up with someone is what you eventually did by saying, catch me up to speed with where you're at in this process, right? What has happened between when we spoke last and now? What offers have you received before you go into anything, before you go into any of your numbers, anything else, you want them to tell you what's new. Because I would have told you that I had some offers. Like I said I had, I had an offer, right? So you want that at the very beginning. And then you base the rest of your conversation, your anchor, all these things off of the information that you gather at the very beginning from those questions or that, those sta that statement and that question. Catch me up to speed before you're out in the process. What other offers have you gotten? That can tell you a whole scope of things as far as where their head's at with, uh, with price for the most part. And then also with timing. Why haven't you taken any of those offers? Right? Because they could say, I got an offer for, I got an offer for 65, 700. Why haven't you taken that offer? Oh, it's way too low. So you are by no means going to say, oh, we can only offer 65, 700. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It changes. It changes what you're going to say. It changes everything. You know, and so that in itself is going to give you an idea of your timeline and what what they're willing to what they're willing to take. And maybe it is a deadly. Maybe none of it makes sense. And they're in Shangri-La land and they're going to eventually have to come down in price because nobody's going to pay that number. But we want to know that before we go into any of our spiel as far as what we can offer and why we're offering it. Uh -huh. That makes sense. So the very beginning of the conversation. Hey, Ryan, this is Demola. You know, we talked two days ago about your price, your, you know, place on Banana Street. Uh, did I get you a bad time? No. Okay. Hey, I just wanted to call to get an idea of where you're at in the process. What's new? Okay. All right. Well, you know what? What offers have you gotten since the last we talked? And then you just, oh, well, well you know, I got this offer and it was for 75 or 70,000 or whatever it is. Oh, okay. All right. Well, why didn't you take that? Sulo. Cool. Now you scope the rest of your conversation based off of that information that you got. And then depending on what the numbers really are, you know, go like, hey, you know, Ryan, I understand that you want this price. You're not able to get that price. What are you going to do? Oh, well, I'm going to hang on to it. I'm going to fix it on myself. Whatever they're going to do. See you, Neil. But uh, we always want to figure out where they're at before we start giving them our information. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Does that make sense to everyone? Does that make sense to you guys? Because who knows what's happened in the last two days? And as far as showing cards go, that's an easy card for them to show if you just ask. Catch me up to speed. Hey, where are you on the process? What offers have you gotten since last we spoke? You can get a whole bunch of information that way. And That's then if cool. it does come down to numbers, uh, Damola, I mean, if you needed it at 70, 65.7 is not an anchor. What would be a good anchor if you needed it at 70? 55. Sure. 50. Sure. I would even say 50. Okay. So if 50 would have to be your low anchor, and he just told you he would not accept anything lower than 67.5. Well, what he then? didn't ask that. I mean, well, but obviously, let's just, let's know, just pretend he did. <clears throat> well, then it wouldn't be. Then I wouldn't talk numbers at all because no number I have okay. is going to make sense. Okay. I'm going to say, all right, 
So you receive 65,700. Uh, why didn't you take it? It's too low. All right. Well, what's not too low? Mm. 100,000. All right. Well, I mean, how close can you get to 65,700 and still feel comfortable going forward? Like, it's not even, you're not even talking your numbers anymore. You're talking someone else's numbers, but you're still getting an idea of where they're at and where they'll go. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Let's say no numbers are on the board anymore. I'm still wanting to drop that anchor just to give yourself some room. Yeah. Right, Damola? Just some, just some room. At this point, you're at, you gave yourself $300. Well, you know, you're at 70, 65, 700. You gave yourself, you know, $4,700, $4,300. Don't, I'm doing math. That's wrong. So give yourself a little more room as far as that anchor goes. It's not for them to say yes. We already know this, but it's for you, them to say no. And you immediately, once whatever price you say, you immediately follow up that no with how close can you get? Right? Mm. Yeah. How close can you get? Hey, okay, so obviously 65, 700 isn't going to work with you, uh, work for you. I mean, how close can you get to that number and still feel comfortable moving forward? And maybe he says 100,000, or maybe he doesn't. But by the time you did ask Damola, we already talked about a whole bunch of stuff, and I was like, nowhere near that. So, how close can you get? Should it be the immediate question after you say whatever anchor, whatever offer price you have? Got it. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure we start out that conversation gathering as much information from the seller as we can before we start giving them our information. So we need, when, you, when we're going to go back and make that offer, we need to kind of go over everything all over again. I do. So let's okay. say it's the same conversation. I'm asking that question like, hey, you know, uh, talked to you two days ago. I just wanted to check in with you and I wanted to, you know, you wanted you to catch me up to speed with where you're at in the process, you know? Okay, let them talk. Whatever information you gather from that, maybe they told you that they have they got other offers. Hey, that's great. You know, what other offers have you gotten? Okay, all right. Were were any of those? Did any of those sound good to you? Uh, you know, they were a little too low. One of them seemed good. Okay, well, why didn't you? Why didn't you accept that offer? Well, you know, whatever reason they're going to give you, and you're get that's the information you're gathering. Like, okay, so I mean, let's say they called you right now and said. Hey, uh, we're going to give you 70,000. What would you say? Just gather all that information. It's just the beginning of the conversation. We're just trying to figure out where they're at, giving us an idea of how our conversation needs to go, how our line of questioning needs to go, what we need to negotiate, where our price needs to be. You already have an idea of where your price needs to be, but somebody's already offered 70 and you can't. I'm not going to put I'm not going to put any of my numbers in their head. I'm just going to ask them why they didn't accept 70. Yeah. I like the fact that, you know, it's like, hey, if we got in the car and we went to Home Depot, you know, what would you what would you do? I like that. And I like the idea of educating them on what it, we do with houses. Like, listen, I understand. Yeah. Ten thousand for the roof, five thousand for the AC. I'll take you. I'll take your word for that. But this is what we do. We purchase houses so we can update them, fix them up. 2023 standard HDTV standards, what Jeteran says, which I love. I'm going to start using that. And we're going to we put it on the market to make a profit. That's what we do. I mean, let's say that that's our scope. That's what we need to do. What do you think it would cost to get us there? So he doesn't, maybe he doesn't think it needs anything to do, but we do. This is what we do. So what do you think it would cost to get us there? So we're asking the same question, but he's doing it for us as opposed to what he would do. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Because then it puts in their mind like, oh, there's some real money that needs to be spent here for people who actually do want to buy my house. No investor is going to buy the house 
and then just put no money into it. Maybe they do, depending on the condition, if they're buy and hold. But well, we, we want them to know that we plan on spending money because our exit strategy is to put it on the market down the road. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. Awesome. No, I like it. We should do this every week. Demo, like, like you have such a good tone and you like you just sound so freaking friendly all the time. Like I want to give you information. I do. <laughs> but we got we gotta get you just right out, out of the gate. Ask me for the information. I'll give it to you. I will, but you gotta ask me for it. You know what I mean? And that's for most homeowners that you talk to because just your demeanor and like how how you sound, like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll tell you this, but you gotta ask. Nice. Yeah. Cool. What else? I kind of would like to uh, role play. I also have to do a kind of like a, I know it's kind of like a dud. I'm speaking to this seller. It seems like he overpaid for a property in a really kind of luxurious part of uh, Hollywood here in Florida. The neighborhood, you know, the market, it's, it has properties ranging from 700000 up to $5 million. So I've been speaking to this guy. I called him about a, another property. He has a portfolio and he actually led me to this one. He was like, no, I'm not selling that one, but I, I'm selling this one. So when I first probed uh, as far as, you know, what price he is looking to get for the property, he wouldn't give me a price. He just said that obviously he would have to get more than what he paid for the property. So he paid for the property $752,000 um, a year ago. He bought it on the on the peak of the market. He bought it oh, on May, and actually Colin made me realize today that uh, oh no, uh, well Michael and Colin made me realize today that he actually seems like he started a beat word with somebody else because the, the property was listed at six thirty nine and he ended up paying seven fifty one. That guy's screwed. Yeah. So I've been looking at comps, and there is a property. So the property would only make sense if whoever buy is the end buyer or the flipper makes a pool in it to bring the the ARV. I have a comp at a uh, a million two hundred and fifty. I kind of adjusted the price with the pool and I brought it down to two a million one point two two. Okay. So I deducted like thirty thousand um, dollars. Okay. For the pool, he told me that he you know he would consider anything above. 750 you know what he paid for so i went on records i see 751 so on and so forth and then i go and i and you know like uh i kind of start proving more and he tells me that he wants 900 so that's almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars above of what he paid for a year ago so he wants up almost a 20 20 return um what's the arv 1.2 1.2 yeah 1.22 so we, you know, he told me, you know, come to the property, check it out. Obviously, it's in a great neighborhood on the opposite block of waterfront properties. There is a $5 million house being built in front of it. There is a $2 million house next to it. I mean, there is really big, you know, like high ticket properties. The property is not in bad shape, but it's completely outdated. So it's, it's going to have to need a complete remodel. I estimated for oh, that remodel yeah. around 100 I believe I, I estimated like 160,000, you know, kind of like, you know, over estimating with the pool, kind of like uh, overpricing everything. So that definitely is going to put me almost uh, below seven, 
you know, like almost on the lows 800s. So I know that he said anything, you know, below 900. I already went to see it, you know, kind of build a good report with the guy. And I know that, you know, like if I tell him, you know, the 800, you know, basically he's going to say no. But at the same time, he, I don't think he has any other <laughs> besides so, him down himself. So, so how did you, uh-huh. so how did you get your, your MAO? So I did the ARV. I brought it down to 1.2. Right. Uh, minus uh, commission, minus the um, closing. I put the 100 and uh, 100. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, with the pool, like, you know, comparing it with a pool, like property with a pool, I would I put it at 1.24. Okay. Okay. So I did minus commission, minus uh, closing. I put the $160,000 repairs and for the pool as well, a profit of 15% for the, for the, for the, for the, for the fire. And obviously I just put this to kind of give a wiggle, you know, and being that is a high ticket price property, I put 30 K in the si- assignment. Yeah. So that basically leads me almost at an 800. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I know that, you know, like I'm basically just doing this out of courtesy and getting back to him because I went, saw the property, you know, shook hands with the guy. Why is he selling? He's busy with other flips, but there is more. Always. Underneath uh, that. So is it it's vacant right now? Yeah, it's vacant. It's vacant. <sighs> the property. I mean, he ran the property, out of money. Yeah, the property, he's losing money. He definitely is losing money. Obviously, he's trying to like make it seem like, oh, you know, you put a pull on this and it's a $1.5 million. I'm like, nah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't happening. That's a guy where I say, all right, I get that you want this. I can try, but here's what's probably going to happen, right? You get under contract for, you know, 900 or whatever it is and go, listen, I'm going to put this out to my partners and my buyers and we'll see what happens but I can't promise that we're going to make this work. You know, at the end of the day, I may come back and go, listen, I can only do this. And we have to decide if you just want to reboot or just get it done. I think that maybe like if it's at 800, maybe there might be a chance that I could make it work. Yeah. And he's so, still in some sort of way making some money. Yeah. He's at 751 with, you know, paying taxes electricity, whatever, let's say that he paid like $20,000. You know? No, that's not all. He has hard money in this. Yeah. He has hard money in this. I. So what I want to do is, you know, obviously I, I got to call him to let him know that, you know, it's basically where I stand. Yeah. And it's basically, I was thinking of, you know, well, that's what I kind of wanted to role play. I mean, the guys on the Zoom call, they're very helpful and they give me great ideas. And I actually contacted a person that is developing a property right in front of it. And I called him to see if he was looking to purchase any other properties. The guy told me, no, but what do you have? So he asked me details and he was like, bro, like for that type of property, I will have to be at 600, 500. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's an indicative right there. Yeah, Cause you have 160 as rehab costs. I bet it's closer. How many square feet? It's a big property. It's, um, it's 2000 square feet. I think that's probably going to, yeah, you're going to push it closer to the twos. You think? Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your high, high dollar area. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's role play, but I think the conversation with him is there's a lot of distress there for sure. If it's 900 K or bus, I want to know why 900 K 
And I'm assuming it's because of whatever hard money interests that he's getting destroyed on right now. You know, see, every time I talk to somebody different, it's like another thing that I'm I'm like, oh, damn, that makes sense. Yeah, because he might be getting chewed up by interest. Oh, absolutely. He might. I mean, at seven, actually, he might lose the house. That's the writing on the wall for anybody who's invested money into a property at the height of that market who looked to flip it. He could very well be losing that house here pretty soon. Yeah, because the guy bought it on May 2022. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, oh, oh my God, that dude, that's rough. Yeah, that man. is rough. He's a guy, those are the type of buyers, the sellers, you can say like, listen, you are in a tough spot right now. The market is not what it was. And I get that you see that there's this, this, and this, but let's be honest, this is a high dollar area. It's going to take a lot to get it updated to where it needs to be. So this is what I can do. 900 is too high. I know it's too high, but what I can do is I can try. And then we can figure out the numbers based off of what I'm able to do for you on that end. And they're super receptive to that because 900 is too high, right? Way too high. I mean, right? And so I mean, put in $200,000 in it, that puts it already at 1.1. And I mean, there is, there's, it's definitely yeah. bad. Yeah, so we got to dig into real true motivation. Hey, is it 900 or bust? Well, how much time do you have here? Because, I mean, you can keep searching for 900 if you have the time. Heck yeah, do it. If you can be flexible and and maybe work with me and give me a, a chance to actually try and get this done for you because I know you're in a tough spot. Obviously, I got to make a profit, but I'm not trying to buy a Lamborghini here. So uh, this is what I can do. I have buyers. I have people that I talk to on a regular basis. That buy in this area, I talk to the guy across the street, and I can absolutely try to get you the most I can possibly get you for this property in a short amount of time. So, Ryan, on that matter, I have approached the deal as if I was the investor. You know, I haven't said I the same thing that we always go through. You know, we work with uh, different investors, so on and so forth. Assignments or contracts is an exit strategy for us. In that case, it's easier to switch it and be like, listen, it, this is not a, a fit for me, but I do have associates that are buyers and you know, I have associates that buy on this area. Is yep. it okay with you if I send it to them and you know, see if we can yeah. get done for you? Yeah, absolutely. And when you're asking how much time they have, like here, well, you know what? Give me seven days. You know, give me a week. It has to be under contract. There's no way I'm, people will talk to me if I don't have something that I can actually give them. Give me two weeks, whatever it is, and I'll have a real, real, real firm idea about what you could actually sell this place for. Hopefully it's 900, but probably not. But yeah, I would, I would flip the script on that because he's screwed. And so I'm not going to go into that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, I can do 900,000. And I also don't want to say, listen, you're out of your mind. Nobody's going to pay that. So I'm going to give myself a chance and also give him a chance to try to make it work. And the only way to do that is to go, I'll try. I'll go talk to my, I'll go talk to buyers, people that I know in the market, and I'll try, but I can't promise anything. That's the tactic that I would take with this guy. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of approaching it like that way. Also, you know, kind of like pushing back. I would dig first. Dig, 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 dig. Like, hey, why 900? Like, listen, if you can't get 900, what are you going to do? You know, like, what's your timeline? Like, hey, you obviously want to sell this. When does this house need to be sold? 
and he he may give you all kinds of listen uh, i'll be i'll be up front with you you know i got to get this sold by whatever whatever you know i need 900 because interest and i you know i got to break even you know whatever whatever he's going to say but i did like heart to heart with that guy bill listen you bought this place at the height of the market last year i've talked to a ton of people i talked to a ton of people who did that and they're not doing so well so give it to me straight right now. What is it that I can do for you that is manageable? Like bare nuts, man. Just <laughs> listen, I'm here to help if I can. And I can't help if I don't know the scope of what you need. Yeah. 900 is too much. Sorry. It's too much. Yeah. No, it's definitely. And the, and the property, I mean, the property has tons of potential, but that is way crazy. I mean. Yeah. Potential is awesome. Yeah, it's like no. people will say, oh, well. They're building a light rail and they're going to build business to them. I'm like, all right, in 10 years, that's awesome. But it doesn't help with the value of the house right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you you obviously know his personality better, but I this guy's hurting for sure. And so you just get down to it and go, listen, I don't know if this is the, the situation you're running into, but I've talked to a ton of people who bought during the height of the market. They're struggling right now. I talked to people who lost their house. You know, they lost it. They ran out of money. I mean, if that's what's going on, let me know and let's try to figure this out and see what yeah, he says. And I'm seeing here and it seems like he might have refinanced this thing because uh, there is a, a mortgage on it for 420000 420 What are you looking on? On batch. Here, let me... With a 5.3 interest rate. 5.3. What is the address? What is it? It's uh one eleven seventeen North Lake Drive. Uh eleven oh there it is. Deltona? No, that's Normandy. North no, no. it's eleven seventeen North North Lake Drive. So put an N in before North Lake. North Lake is together. Drive. Ah, Hollywood. Okay. There it is. Okay. I, I hate prop stream for that reason. It's if it's not perfect. All right. So he has, oh yeah, no, that's what it is. Oh, sh <laughs> Oh, so he has a 750 that he paid for it back in, it got recorded in June, June 22nd. And then he has this loan mod, a balloon for 413 estimated. Wait, wait, what? But that got it got it got modified. So he had to have he financed the 751 and then he took out a balloon payment for the same for 420 on the same day. Is that well, what actually, I'm actually a month a month after because that's June 22nd. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah, get to the bottom of this man, because <laughs> he's he's bleeding money right now. A balloon. I wonder what the balloon is. But I don't know. It might. And he might have some. He might have some time. But he's not earning money. That's for sure. I'd really just get down to it, Rodolfo, yeah. and just and just dig, and just tell him like, listen. I I know people. I know people who bought at the height of the market, and they're and and they and they're hurting. They and they lost their houses. Hopefully that's not the case here. But let let me know because we need to figure this out. And I'm here for that. But I got to know what we're dealing with. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's it is. These are these are huge houses. Is this the only one without a pool? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, almost all of them have pools in that area. Um, yeah. 
This is a really luxurious area, you know. It's yeah, uh, I can see it. This is nice. It looks like there'd be alligators all over this place. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the property next to it, they're selling that one for one point two five old, and it probably needs about eighty thousand dollars, ninety thousand dollars in repairs. Yeah, that only tells you, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, I uh, like, and obviously, this is what I would do. You, you go based off of what you know about the guy and what you think he'll be receptive to. Uh, but I, yeah, I'd, I'd be straight up and tell him, like, listen, I, I get it. I know a whole bunch of people who who purchased during the height, looking to rehab it, and then everything crashed, and some people lost their places. Uh, hopefully, that's not the case here. But tell me what's going on. Let's see if we can figure this out and just dig a little bit more into what he's needing. Got it. He's probably in trouble. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't realize that until today that he overpaid. I mean, the property was listed for six thirty nine and he paid seven fifty one two hundred. So he probably yeah. went into a bid and work with, with other buyers and ended up either I don't know if it's winning or losing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, dude. Yeah. Even I mean, just off of here the estimated value, and this is estimated value fixed up eight seventy six. Yeah. Batch has it at 923. So, yeah. So, yeah, man, that's a tough one. I guess we didn't really role play, but I think you got what you needed. Yeah, I got, I got the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Cool. I feel like this went by really fast. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy the rest of your week. Keep killing it. And then I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Cool. Cool, Ryan. Thank you. All right, guys. I'll see you. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.